Welcome back to another episode of the JC3 Show. I am your host, Trey Collis, coming to you from South Texas. I hope everyone has enjoyed their evening, and I hope everyone enjoyed a little bit of basketball as well. Uh, I'm here to give you my recap of what I saw tonight between both games, between, first off between the Boston Celtics and Toronto Raptors, and then game seven of the uh, Denver Nuggets and Utah Jazz. First off, I want to start off with the game seven of the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, first half was all Denver Nuggets. Uh, Jamal Murray was making great uh, plays. They were double teaming him at the beginning of the game, making the right read, uh, giving it to the right guy, scored six points right off the bat. And then uh, Jokic uh, went off for the Denver Nuggets, basically carrying that team from there on for, uh, throughout the rest of the game. Uh, Mitchell did a phenomenal job on Murray. Why at the end of the game they took him? Why they uh, put O'Neal on uh, Murray instead of Mitchell? It's beyond me because when they, uh, O'Neal had one great defense possession, after that Murray scored two key baskets to help prevail the Nuggets to a Game Seven victory. Uh, Donovan Mitchell didn't have a great first half. Got in foul trouble a little bit early. Three fouls in the first quarter. Uh, I mean, first half. So but came back game busters in the third quarter and just basically said, this is my team. I'm carrying out a victory, which is a little bit too late. His legs got a little bit tired in the fourth quarter and no one was making shots in the fourth quarter or second half, to be honest with you. Donovan Mitchell scored uh, 20 points, Murray 17 points. Uh, like I said, Jokic for the Denver Nuggets uh, basically carried the Denver Nuggets throughout the whole game. If it wasn't for him, the Denver Nuggets would be going bye-bye because Murray, I guess he got a little bit banged up in the second quarter from Ingles from the Utah Jazz when they were in the open uh, court at a fast break and uh, Ingles fouled him and hurt his uh, leg again. So that's something to watch for in the next series. But overall, that was a great series. Uh, you have Jamal Murray going 50, 42, 50. Uh, Donovan Mitchell scoring 56, 51, uh, 42 in a couple games. So it it was fun to watch. But game seven, defense tightened up. Everyone tightened up. Uh, it just seemed like a lot more uh, two young teams. You got to remember, Murray's only 23. Um, Mitchell's only 23, so a great future in front of them. But saying all that, it's just they're not up to par with the uh, best teams like the Clippers, the Lakers, Rocket. I, I guess you can say the Rockets. But all in all, great series. Uh, I had the Denver Nuggets winning this series in seven games. I applaud myself on that one. Uh, but I think the Clippers uh, looking forward to next series in two nights. Uh, I just think that the Clippers are going to be way too much. The Denver has no one that could basically stop Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Paul George, if he starts showing out like he did the last two games uh, in their seri- first-round series against the Dallas Mavericks, there's no stopping them uh, with that defense team, especially if they get Patrick Beverly back. Shannon uh, inserted in that starting role for the Clippers uh, with uh, Avery Bradley being out is uh, showing significant improvement. Uh, bringing Reggie Jackson off the bench where he's more comfortable. And then you have Lou Williams as well. It's just a deep, deep team. You have Montrezl Harold as well. So, and all Morris as well. So that team is just loaded. And I just think they're going to be well-rested in scouting these teams. And I think Denver is going to be too emotional to play in game one. And they're going to start off 0-1. Looking for them to be a competitive series, uh, close between the first three quarters. But uh, I think the Lakers will go ahead or the Clippers will go ahead and seal that victory through uh, five games. 
But game one I want to get into tonight was the Boston Celtics versus Toronto Raptors. And I had this one totally wrong. What, by what I mean by that is I have Toronto going to the NBA Finals. Uh, that looks seriously in doubt right now. What I'm saying is, is because you have uh, Lowry, Kyle Lowry and uh, Fred Van Vliet, two small point guards, and their shots aren't going, and that team it just can't score buckets. Uh, of course, you had Marcus Gasol tonight in foul trouble. He fouled out of the game. One of your big men. Uh, they need uh, Pascal Siakam to basically become the Kawhi Leonard. Make the, get, whenever you, your offense ain't flowing, you need someone to go out and get you a tough two, and he just didn't do that tonight or in game one. And I, he's just a young – he's going to be a great stud in this league, but right now he's just young, and he's got to insert his role into that. And Nick Nurse is trying to do – he tried to do that throughout the regular season. But right now it's playoffs and it's a different animal, and uh, the head coach for the Boston Celtics just has them playing – lights out uh Tatum's Tatum and Brown also only 23 years of age very young but they've been playing together for a couple of years now so they know what uh, had, uh handle handle sit, uh, playoff situations um better ball movement Marcus Smart coming off the bench playing pivotal defense always gets a great defensive stop whenever you need it um Kimball Walker didn't have a fantastic game tonight plus he only has four points going to the fourth quarter but he showed out and hit that jump, uh, step back a jumper like he, we all know him for, all going back all the way to UConn uh, back in his NCAA tournament days. So this Boston Celtic team is legit, and I still I, – I just don't know. <laughs> I just – I have picked Toronto, but they look like in serious trouble right now. I'm going to stick with Toronto Raptors coming out of this series, but I think it's a bad matchup for them just because Tatum and uh, Brown basically are just – uh, great defenders and can get buckets anytime they want to where Siakam is kind of struggling right now and Fred Van Vliet can uh, make a three to save his life and Kyle Lowry also went 0 for 7 for three-point land so they're not hitting their shots and that offense is stagnant and they can't even get a sh uh, points on the board and compete with uh, Jason Tatum and the young uh, young kids about there in the uh, Boston Celtic so I'm hoping that this is a long series but it doesn't look like it right now. It looks like Boston has well, uh, well control of the series, but that's why it's the playoffs. It only takes one game to turn everything around. So it doesn't matter if you get blown out by 30 points or you lose by one. It's only one game, and you have another game to redeem yourself. So look for Toronto to come out like game busters in the next game, and let's see if Boston can withstand that momentum and, the, and take a punch and then also uh, – poise their will against the Toronto Raptors. That's what championship teams do is poise their, uh, poise their will on them. So look for Boston. I, 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 want, I like this Boston team, but I just can't go against Nick Nurse. Remember, Toronto was down 0-2 last year, and they won four straight games against the Milwaukee Bucks. So it, granted, that was also with Kawhi Leonard, but this team doesn't have Kawhi Leonard in uh, Siakam, you know, he's going to be a great player. It's just not going to, he's just not there yet. And for everything, if he ain't hitting threes, then it's, it's over. Um, but I'm still picking Toronto in seven games uh, as of now, but that's looking very, very sketchy at the moment. Um, tomorrow we got game seven against Oklahoma city and the Houston Rockets. I don't know what Houston always does in the playoffs. I, uh, I don't know what uh, Mike D'Antoni, the head coach for the Houston Rockets, was thinking last night. Basically, 
taking the ball out of James Harden's hands when Russell Westbrook hasn't played and he's still rusty and he turned the ball over six times, especially in the last minute, he turned the ball in the crucial last seconds of the game, turned the ball over and basically gave Oklahoma City the lead, which I will say about Oklahoma City right now is that that head coach for the Oklahoma City Thunder, plus Chris Paul, the floor general, uh, Chris Paul is leading the league in clutch points right now. And what clutch points means is five point or clutch minutes is five minutes, whether it's five points or less in those minutes. And he has the most points out of all those of everyone in the league. So he came out big. I thought they were in trouble because they were down two and then he got identical foul with about two minutes left. And I thought that was going to be a wrap, but he willed his team back to victory and showed out. And I give it up to Chris Paul. He could easily caved in this year, but he took it to task and he leading that Oklahoma City, young, young Oklahoma City Thunder team who has great promise in the future ahead. Uh, but I think tomorrow night, I think Houston is going to go lights out from three. Uh, James Harden's going to do what he does. He's going to get to the free throw line. Russell Westbrook look for him to have a bounce back game. Uh, I think he's going to stop. He's not going to try so hard. So I think that Thunder keep it close, but I think the Rockets pull away late in the third quarter. And I think it's going to be wraps out uh, and it'd be LA versus the Rockets, which should be a fun series to watch as well. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks also tomorrow night versus the uh, Miami Heat. And Miami Heat are for real, guys. Uh, Jimmy Buckets, uh, a.k.a. known as Jimmy Butler. Uh, that guy, I don't know what it is about the playoffs, but his defensive level steps up. He gets big buckets. He wills his team. Uh, Eric Spolstra for the Miami Heat, the head coach. It has his team rolling. Uh, you have Hero coming off the bench, uh, making three-point shots. You have Drogic uh, doing what he does. So it's a great young team. And with Jimmy Butler at the helm, he just looks more happier than he ever did in Philly. And someone else pointed out on uh, Twitter, or yeah, Twitter, that um, look what Jimmy Butler after he left Chicago and after he left Minnesota. Those teams basically went downhill. So saying that uh, Jimmy Buckets is the real deal and you need to recognize who Jimmy Butler actually is. He's gonna he's an elite player in this league and he deserves all the credit in the world for what he's doing in Miami right now. I still have the Bucks winning this series in six, but if the Miami Heat play defense like they did and shoot lights out like they did in game one, then it could be a long series for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, remember this, Miami was the only team to beat them twice in the regular season this year before coronavirus stepped in. So, but I saw the Bucks in six, but I think Miami has a great chance of upsetting them as well. It's going to be a phenomenal rest of the playoffs. And I can't wait to recap every night with y'all uh, every uh, after every game. So hope everyone enjoyed the show. I'll be back with y'all tomorrow night. I hope everyone gets good night's sleep and God bless everyone, y'all.